Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom. The podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. Hoping all is well with you. Today, looking at the next report coming out of the Tampa Bay Times. And as always, it has got a lot of information here. It's a pretty long article and I am no expert in any of it. So I'm not going to be doing a deep dive as I didn't with the past two. I'm just kind of give, you know, giving you an overview of what I'm seeing, but I'm going to link it in the description of this episode and you can read it yourself. So do not think that this is going to cover everything in the article. Now, with this next iteration, and as you know, for those of you who don't know, the Tampa Bay Times is covering Kratom and is basically doing like a multi-part series on Kratom. So this part two is called, part two is dangerous Kratom products go unregulated, lobbyists write the laws. Now, the narrative here, I think, is somewhat okay, in my opinion. Um, lobbyists do write the laws. As with anything, lobbyists are the ones, the ones writing the laws. And, and uh, I think Kratom is in, in, you know, it's no exception, but actually I think that it's very much emphasized. Uh, it's, an, it's a very clear-cut case that lobbyists are writing the laws because they're not, there's not much of a, a cohesive Kratom community out there for there to be different lobbying efforts, different pushes for lawmakers to have to be, you know, pushed and pulled by and to, and that the American Kratom Association really is the main player in town. And so whatever it is that they are saying is going to be more or less what's pushing and pulling state proposed legislation and national and local. So I think that they're totally right there. Lobbyists are writing the laws. Now, Matt Caddow, who's like the the main strategist at the American Kratom Association and is the public face of it, really, de facto, he has a history in Kratom uh, consumer stuff, but also just consumer stuff in general. He has a history in consumer rights, selling rights, not as much on the safety side, in my opinion. I think that there is certainly a questionable aspect as to how much uh, how much of an interest there is in these Kratom Consumer Protection Acts in protecting consumers as much as protecting the sales. And 
that's something that should definitely be scrutinized and looked at. So I agree with them on that front as well. Most everything in the language always makes it so that there's just more of a possibility of selling something. Um, it does also, in general, the templates of this Creative Consumer Protection Acts, do, they do include language that makes it so that you can't sell to anyone under a certain age. You can't sell anything that has been altered in any specific way that's listed, you know, usually that 2%, you know, no more than 2% of the 7-hydroxymetragynine uh, alkaloid, you know. But as I learned the other day, there are other alkaloids that are, you know, just as prevalent or more so. What is it? Speciosiliatine. I can never remember how to say any of these things that are not mentioned in these KCPAs and should be just as much so as anything else, honestly. So um, how in depth it goes, not very clear. And I think that the questionableness of any given Creative Consumer Protection Act should be very much out there. People should be questioning them. Um, how much is this trying to protect the the sales of something versus the people taking the 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 products now all of that is my first thought my second thought is this article does not in any way shape or form go into depth in my opinion once again on fda stance i mean it talks about the food and drug administration saying that there should be a kratom ban um, saying that those bans or proposed bans or statements on bans have collapsed amid opposition, quote unquote, from lobbyists and consumers. Yes, agreed. Um, it says the Times analyzed legislation compa- uh, championed by the association, uh, Kratom, you know, American Kratom Association. In each of the 34 states where bills were introduced in the past five years, many contain nearly the exact same language crafted by industry lobbyists. Um, seven out of every 10 words in the 586 word Creighton bill in Massachusetts were identical to a version in Kansas. So totally, I mean, that is pretty wild. Um, Creighton consumer protection acts are not something that I think should just be copy pasted in every state. However, I do understand the fact that lots of these states, if pretty much all of them, have nothing they're going off of. They don't know what Kratom is, and so you need some sort of generalized template to go off of. So I can feel the the push and pull on that aspect of it. When it comes to the FDA, they're blocking shipments, right? They're blocking shipments of Kratom coming into the United States, and the article does talk about this. Now, talking about blocking shipments coming into the United States... Um, it does not really talk about why. It doesn't talk about the fact that it's a very strange wording that the FDA does try to block these shipments, but doesn't really have an enforceable, obvious reason why it would block any given shipment. And it kind of seems strange to me that um, that that it's trying to talk about the FDA blocking shipments coming into the United States, but saying, but some of them do get through. It's like, I think that it should reword that. I think it should actually be saying the FDA stops indiscriminately random shipments coming into the United States of Kratom and some of them don't get through. (laughs) But like they're saying it the other way, you know, as if like the FDA is doing everything it can to block this dangerous thing. But some of these shipments are getting through. Um, And then once they get through, it's, you know, basically open season in this market. It's like, well... I mean, sure, but 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 why are they blocking the ones that they're blocking? And and 
why aren't they blocking the ones that they aren't blocking? It's not like they don't see Kratom coming through and, and like they're blocking certain shipments and not others. So the fact that it's like, but some of them just get through is kind of a really weird way of wording it. And I think that it just shows either a misunderstanding as to how strange and vague the laws are around Kratom being imported, you know, maritime wise, like through the ocean, let's just say, um, it, it, it just kind of, it's either a misunderstanding of it or just kind of like a slantness to, to how it's putting it. That being said, the whole issue around Kratom is up in the air and none of it is very straightforward and it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame these people for writing these articles this way just as much as I, you know, don't blame others for, for copy pasting Kratom legislation. It's like there's the you need to have something to hold on to to understand an issue. And right now, Kratom is just so much up in the air that I really don't feel like there is, there's, there's an easy way to start forming an opinion or start writing an article about Kratom and how it's being treated in the United States without first having to come up with some generalization or some strange way of putting things that might not end up ultimately like being the case. So with the Tampa Bay Times saying some of the Kratom shipments actually get through, even though the FDA is blocking as many as they can, um, it's not true the way that they're putting it, but it's also not not true. I mean, the FDA is trying to block shipments, but it's not blocking all of them. It does know a lot of them are coming through. And... And the industry is just acting as an industry does. It's just sending shipments. I mean, if there was like a, a complete and total ban on all shipments coming to the U.S. of Kratom and that every single ship that was stopped that had Kratom on it would be stopped 100% full stop done, then that wording would make sense. But it doesn't because that's not the case. Um, on the other hand, saying that a Kratom Consumer Protection Act is meant to protect the consumer's safety um, and and is based on the science of things and then not actually including information about the second most prevalent alkaloid in Kratom in any of the Kratom Consumer Protection Acts out there, copy-pasting the language and having it go in states that are 3,000 miles apart, 2,000, 1,000 miles apart with completely different demographics and issues um, around this sort of thing. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me either. And I think that both of them are just trying to make sense of a world that is completely up in the air and 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 needs some sort of definition, not definition word-wise, I just mean definition, taking a picture and it's a blurry picture. It needs some more definition. It needs some more sharpness to it. And so they're trying to develop this more defined image of what Kratom is and where we're at. They have a quote in here at one point saying, it's totally a wild, wild west market. Buyer beware, said Christopher McCurdy, a Kratom researcher at the University of Florida. You never know what you're going to get in this business. I think that that's right. And I actually know that this researcher is doing a lot of work around Kratom. Um, I've pointed out his studies before and I respected his opinion. And this is no exception. I think he's totally right. Um, the the the. The all over the placeness, the wild, wild westness of Kratom needs to be reined in in some shape or form because, again, I say it as I said it always and forever. I don't want someone to be able to buy Kratom that's called purple dedunk defunk powder twist <laughs> special magic dust written in magic marker on a Ziploc baggie. I think that that's messed up. There is no purple dedunk defunk purple dunk defunk twist magic green dust kratom out there that does not exist so whoever's writing it is writing something that's not really a thing and i don't trust them 
All this in saying, I'm glad that they're doing this work. I think that it's worth reading through this. I think there's a lot more um, there's a lot more focus on the fact that this American Kratom Association lobbyist push should be questioned and that it's not questioned enough, which I completely agree with. And there was actually, um, I think it was a year ago, there was a lot of articles coming out, another multi-part series talking about Kratom and the industry and how people need to question the AKA more, which really opened my eyes to that. And I think that's totally true. There's a lot of questionable history around people in the AKA, um, private flights, past uh, affiliations and associations and connections with lobbying groups and firms and product sales departments that have nothing to do with consumer safety whatsoever. And that it would be easy to show it as if it was, um, as, as if it was in the interest of people who, uh, basically who, who, who take a product, you know, as if it was in the interest of those who, who will be unsafe otherwise. So totally all over the place. I'm not making very clear sense on, as to what my take on this is because I think that that's kind of the problem. And I think that it's exposing that aspect of the problem 100%. I think that some of how it's exposing that goes against its own point that it's trying to make. And then I think some of the way that they're exposing this, you know, n- this blurry picture of Kratom and the Kratom industry is going for the points that they're trying to make. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I think we find ourselves in the same place so far. Um, Kratom products need to be well-defined. They need to be tested. They need to be reined in in certain ways. We also need to not have the FDA putting forth a ridiculous image of what Kratom is and isn't when they don't know the half of it, nor do they want to. And then finally, we must point out the elephant in the room, which is that find me people who die from only taking three or two grams of the leaf unaltered leaf and 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 taking that without having life-threatening medical conditions in their past or present history of addictions in their past or present and other substances legal or not legal in their body at the exact same time find me 20 people in that situation and i will change my tune i'll change my view on this until then i don't see it I do not see any reason to focus on Kratom as a deadly threat to America any more so than I see anything else being a deadly threat to America that is in and of itself unaltered and just, you know, being itself. However, the industry is not Kratom. Altered Kratom is not Kratom. And I don't trust the industry or altered Kratom. And I totally am on their side on that. So... At the end of the day, all of the noise is not just noise, but it is ultimately noise when it comes to whether or not Kratom is safe or not. I don't think that any of this is helping me understand whether or not Kratom is safe. I think what it's helping me understand is how how against or for the interest of any given person buying Kratom the industry is, the lobbyists are, and the FDA is, and basically anybody else who is big enough to influence how things are done. Vendors labs, countries, all that. So there you have it. It's not a clear picture. It's difficult to understand. That's life. Now you have to think about it. You know, that's kind of my take so far. Still, I'm following this. I appreciate the work they're doing. And I'm going to read through this in more detail once again. Um, and, uh, and I'm not covering this in totality. So definitely check it out and read it yourself. All right, everyone. 
be back as soon as possible with another episode and hope you all are enjoying my rambling thoughts through this stuff. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Talk to y'all then. Bye-bye.